Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi there, and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast. Now, if you were listening yesterday, uh, you'd know that um, I, would be, uh, I did part one of a uh, couple of podcasts, this being the second one, on the departure of Italy from the big four um, powers at the Paris Peace Conference uh, over the question of uh, post-war territorial claims uh, denied. Um and so here we're going to continue the, the, the conversation about how relations between the British, French and Americans on one side and the Italians on the other broke down. The Italian delegation itself didn't really do Italy's negotiating position much favours. The British uh, and American delegations networked with other countries and the British engaged in all manner of um, informal conversations uh, and meetings uh, about matters of policy. The Italians were largely aloof, um, viewing themselves as being sort of slightly uh, above the uh, cut and thrust of politics, which is ironic considering uh, the sort of the informality and graft normally involved in. Uh, late 19th century and early 20th century Italian politics, domestic politics. Um, The delegation were uh, combined old men uh, and were often perhaps too old for the role um, upon them, um, seeming kind of distracted or unwilling to uh, become uh, too connected to their counterparts. Margaret Macmillan writes of um, Orlando um, that he refused to lobby on Italy's behalf. He said, To resort to such methods would be to sink to the level of the small nations uh, which went around begging territory from world opinion. 
So there seems to be a hugely unrealistic sense of entitlement amongst the Italian delegation anyway. The Italians were mistrustful of uh, other um, powers, particularly other members of the uh, uh, Commission, and uh, one British diplomat remarked, they considered uh, they were not being treated as equals by the other powers, uh, they were attacked and criticised on all sides. They were told what was good for them, but not taken into real discussions. And some of this is no doubt the case. Um, however, it seems as if the Italian uh, approach to negotiating didn't help matters particularly. And it seems uh, that given the chauvinistic attitude of the British and French, there was very it was very unlikely that any other approach would have been um, would have been offered to the Italians. The approach towards Eastern European countries, the, the new nations such as Poland and Czechoslovakia, and the British attitude towards Greece in particular, was a, a kind of a con- one of condescension, uh, one that you could benignly call as, as paternalist and uh, less. Uh, complementary, complementarily referred to as kind of chauvinist or imperialist. The Italians, uh, the Italian delegation to Cambridge, uh, Wilson realising that he wanted to dictate the peace, but also failing to recognise that Wilson was in a position to do so, and that Italy would probably have to be to some extent um, a receiver of uh, largesse from uh, the conference, as opposed to a uh, an establisher of um, the conditions of the uh, Treaty of Versailles. Of the European powers, the Italians had perhaps the closest relationship with the British. Orlando um, liked Lloyd George and said his Celtic blood uh, made him like us Mediterraneans in cleverness. One of the principal reasons for Italy having been in the Triple Alliance with Germany and Austria-Hungary in the first place was to find uh, allies uh, to ally against France. Um, the Italians had rival competing ambitions with the French for control of the Mediterranean, or to become a great power in the Mediterranean, and both had conflicting interests in North Africa, particularly over the questions of Tunisia and Morocco. And so there had been little love lost. France had been involved in the uh, unification of Italy, but uh, Napoleon III had uh, extracted a high price from uh, Italy in uh, annexing Nice uh, and Savoy. And... This meant that uh, Italy, a young republic with a long memory, had all manner of uh, simmering nationalist tensions towards France. And men like Orlando and Sonino were old enough to remember the unification of their country and France's role in it. Italy was by far the weaker economic power um, between the British and the uh, French Um, lagging behind both in the production of steel and coal, um, miles of railway and uh, innovation in general. 
um, Lloyd George said, Throughout the whole of my negotiations with the Italians, I found that their foreign policy was largely influenced by a compound mixture of jealousy, rivalry, resentment, but more particularly, fear of France. The Italians saw themselves and the French as natural competitors against one another for the influence over Central Europe. The fall of the Austro-Hungarian Empire meant that uh, a number of new nation-states um, had emerged from the, the ruins of the empire, uh, and particularly in the Adriatic, which we talked about in the, the previous podcast. Uh, France was divided between the task of befriending a new Yugoslav nation, which France eventually successfully does, and keeping on fairly amicable diplomatic relations with Italy. One diplomat uh, from France uh, said, I'm so bored with Adriatic matters. All the same, we shouldn't abandon the Yugoslavs. They are as unreasonable as the others, but they are weak. How stupid they are in Rome. By April 1919, the French had decided that the Yugoslavs must triumph over Italian interests. It might possibly have been the long-standing strategic and economic uh, challenges and compromises between the two nations. It might equally have been partly the product of a deeply uncooperative and suspicious uh, and jealous and resentful Italian delegation that had pushed Clemenceau further towards the Yugoslav camp. Both Orlando and Sonino in the Italian delegation uh, were suspicious and fearful of uh, France. Um, were suspicious and fearful of the new Yugoslavia that had emerged next door to them um, and they were fearful that if open uh, dispute broke out at the Paris Peace Conference and it became abundantly clear to the Italian population that neither man was capable of actually securing for Italy the kind of peace that had been promised, then the Italian government would fall. It, for their part, the French became resentful towards the Italians, that the Italians were not willing to support the French on their demand for uh, war crimes trials for uh, German uh, military figures and the Kaiser, uh, and also the issue of France gaining control over the German coal-producing region of the Saar. When the Italians produced their um, official memorandum to the Paris Peace Conference setting out Italian demands, it read, The Italian claims show such a spirit of justice, rightfulness and moderation that they come entirely within the principles enunciated and approved by President Wilson and should therefore be recognised and approved by everybody. By this they meant that the uh, demands that had been um, agreed to by the other Allied powers at the Treaty of London uh, should be recognised. And they claimed, with uh, some kind of mental gymnastics here, that those demands were consistent with what had been set out by Woodrow Wilson in his 14 points. Um, there's almost no way of making that case uh, realistically. It was argued by the Italian delegation that what they were setting forth uh, was the right of self-determination for Italian people. Um, however there would be annexations and um, 
colonizations of non-Italian peoples uh, and this would just be an unfortunate byproduct. Perhaps this reflects more on the kind of the uh, unrealistic nature of Woodrow Wilson's um, 14 points, particularly uh, the right to self-determination uh, for all peoples. The focus of uh, Orlando and Sonino's um, efforts at the conference was on territorial acquisition in Europe. Uh, the colonisation of Africa and the Middle East was uh, a side issue uh, for both of them. However, Italian uh, imperialists looked upon with dismay, hoping that some of the shame of Italy's defeat in Ethiopia in 1896 could be lifted. Now, let's put this in a little bit of context. Uh, in the 1880s and 1890s, there was a process, as we know, called the Scramble for Africa, mainly initiated by uh, the British and their acquisition of Egypt in 1882. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And uh, the Germans and French and Belgians uh, managed to secure for themselves large tracts of the continent. The real failure, in fact, the absolute failure in the scramble for Africa was Italy. Um, eight, in 1896, Italy attempted to participate in the scramble for Africa, and it was the only country that was uh, defeated um, uh, by an African nation, the uh, Ethiopians. Uh, managed successfully to resist the um, uh, Italian colonists, uh, partly because uh, the uh, Ethiopians had uh, armed themselves uh, sufficiently effectively uh, to fight off a, a modern European army. 1896 was referred to by Italian nationalists as the, the year of shame um, by, because of the defeat at the Battle of Adawa. And this had to be wiped out by conquest. The Italians had attempted this uh, just before the First World War by seizing uh, Libya. Uh, but now there was an opportunity 
to create um, far a far greater Italian presence in Africa. Margaret Macmillan writes, Britain and France must stand aside, the colonial minister Gaspari Colissimo urged his government, and allow Italy to have exclusive con- influence over Ethiopia. Furthermore, in order to cement Italy's control over the routes from uh, the Red Sea and the Indian Ocean into Ethiopia, Britain should add its share of Somalia to the peace already in Italian hands. So there was an Italian and a British Somaliland, which would be fought over in World War II. Um, and hand over the northeastern part of Kenya. France should relinquish its tiny piece of Somalia, as well as the railway from the port of Djibouti into Addis Ababa. Colosimo also dreamed of a Libya enlarged by territory from the British run Egypt, um, from British run Egypt, and from French possessions, and if the Portuguese colonies went begging, uh, of acquiring Angola as well. Just before the end of the war, Colosimo sent a memorandum to Balfour and Colonel House, who was uh, Woodrow Wilson's uh, personal advisor, outlining these goals. The wording was carefully chosen to sound Wilsonian. The impact, however, was to leave an impression of Italian greed. Well, it's certainly highly ambitious stuff, uh, asking for um, huge swathes of territory in Africa and can only have really have been greeted with raised eyebrows at the uh, conference. The um, fact that both Orlando and Sanino um, are reticent about pushing this shopping list tells you an awful lot. It perhaps shows that the delegation itself wasn't particularly confident that any of this was achievable or desirable. Uh, and that the um, government, uh, the Italian government, and its representatives at Paris were far from being united on uh, on uh, on aims. Germany's African colonies were divided between the British and the French fairly evenly, without much uh, recourse to consulting Italy, uh, and the British and the French um, had uh, considered doing so. Uh, are dividing their own territories with Italy before the conference, providing that the other side uh, agreed. So the British would uh, give something, the French would give something. And when it comes to the conference, neither side is particularly interested in doing so. Uh, The use that Italian fascism gets out of all of this is grievance. I mean, fascism is uh, pretty much runs on a sense of grievance and victimhood and um, perceived persecution. One of the issues that has resolved in Europe that is relatively straightforward um, was the uh, granting of um, Austria uh, to Austria-Hungary uh, of uh, South Tyrol and uh, Trentino. The Trentino was a region of the Austro-Hungarian Empire um, which was uh, largely Italian-speaking, so that wasn't uh, an issue, but the Tyrol was overwhelmingly German. It was the Tyrolese who had um, uh, protested loudly at the partition of the planned partition of their uh, province, which had been a fairly autonomous part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, uh, anyway, um, it is Tyrol. It is actually the Tyrol till now, except Switzerland, the most burning centre of liberty and resistance to all foreign domination, which will be sacrificed to strategic considerations as an offering on the altar of militarism. 
um, so said the Tyrolese uh, government. The uh, Italians um, claimed that Italy would only be protected against a future war um, against Austria, though not that Austria would ever really be a credible military threat again. Um, if it managed to control uh, the territory on which it had fought during the First World War. And those were the, the lands, uh, the mountains that sloped up to the Brenner Pass, the Brenner Pass being the, the link between uh, Germany and Italy, or the, kind of the German uh, the, the, the German-speaking world and Italy, shall we say. Any other boundary to the south would merely be an artificial amputation entailing the upkeep of expensive armaments, contrary to the principles by which we should be inspired, claimed the Italian delegation. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, um, the, uh, in order to demonstrate to Italy that he could be potentially reasonable, um, let them know before the conference that he would not object to the Italians' uh, northern frontier changing. Perhaps this was a way of offering concessions to Italy so that uh, other issues, such as Yugoslavia, they might be able to um, be flexible on. And here, once again, we see some cynical manoeuvring. Uh, Woodrow Wilson thought that it was OK for German-speaking peoples to encounter injustice um, but um, not Yugoslavs or Slavic-speaking peoples, so you could uh, compromise on the 14 points in the Tyrol, but not on the Dalmatian coastline. The outside uh, the cities, writes Margaret McMillan, uh, the population along the eastern side of the Adriatic was almost entirely Slav, about 750,000 Croats, Slovenes, Serbs or Bosnians. Nevertheless, the Italians wanted to move the old border with Austria-Hungary between 50 and 100 kilometres eastwards into what is today Slovenia and Croatia, and southwards down the Dalmatian coast towards Split um, to take in the whole of the Istrian peninsula, including the naval base at Pula and the Austrian-Hungary's two major ports at Trieste and Fiume. With their railway links to Central Europe, several key islands at the northeast end of the Adriatic and chunks of Dalmatia around the cities of Zadar and Zibenik. Um, Italy also wanted Albania's port of Vlore in the south. With these gains, Italy would dominate the Adriatic and the new state of Yugoslavia would be left uh, with a short coast, no decent port and only one railway line between the sea and the interior. And this was precisely what Italy intended. So the gaining of the Dalmatian coastline was not just to benefit Italy, but designed specifically to cripple Yugoslavia um, and to cripple it before it had even formed as a nation state. The Italians, um, like all uh, powers at the Paris Peace Conference, looking to use nationalist rhetoric to prove a point, talked about history. Uh, the whole of Dalmatia was united to Italy in the centuries of Roman Venice for its own good fortune and the world's peace. And the uh, this is a, a kind of a, a standard trope of nations looking to the past to draw out um, a coherent narrative in order to try to make sense of, of demands in the present. 
uh, and the uh, rhetoric is sort of uh, interspersed with semi-kind of racist ideas about Slav barbarism uh, and that the uh, Italian civilization would inevitably triumph over more backward peoples. As we heard in the previous podcast, at this point, this territory was already occupied by the Italians. They had very quickly uh, raced to seize it as quickly as possible, um, changing the facts on the ground, so to speak. Um, Margaret Macmillan writes, Disturbing stories uh, were reaching Paris, tales of deportations of Slav nationalists, of arbitrary arrests, of Slav newspapers closed down, and of Yugoslav railway lines cut. A British officer sent a furious note to Balfour. Dalmatia is being starved and the Italians only supplied food uh, to those who signed a declaration of loyalty to Italy. Uh, Hoover, later Herbert Hoover, um, later President of America, in charge of the Allied relief effort, reported that the Italian authorities were holding up food shipments in Trieste and that on the 22nd of February they had suddenly stopped all communications to the interior. This not only isolates the Yugoslavs, but cuts off the principal railway into Austria and Czechoslovakia, said Brode Hoover. Wilson agreed with Hoover's conclusion that the stoppage of American foodstuffs to starving people cannot be used as a political weapon, and accepted his recommendations that the Italian that the United States retaliate by withholding aid to Italy. The issue poisoned Italian American relations for the rest of the peace conference. Okay, so there we shall leave it for now, and we'll be returning to this issue sometime next week. Um, And thanks very much for listening today. Um, If you can pop by our Patreon page, we are sponsored here. We we survive here financially by a thin trickle of ad revenue and are the kindness of our patrons. So if you can help, then that's much appreciated. Thanks very much. All the best, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.